Good day, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Animal, Animal News, News Radio. Radio, the webcast devoted to all who love animals. I am your show host, Danny Ray. In this edition of Animal News Radio, on July 28, 2013, we'll be giving you some tips on how to keep your pets cool, comfortable, and safe in this searing summer heat. Also, we'll be reviewing the web article, The Ultimate Guide to Adopting a Dog, that was written by yours truly here uh, oh, some time ago, and is full of information that every prospective dog owner should have. We'll be right back. We're going to open this episode by offering a few tips on how to keep your pets cool, comfortable, and safe this summer. Now, pets can get dehydrated very quickly, so of course give them plenty of fresh, clean water when it's hot outdoors. Make sure that your pets have a shady place to get out of the sun. And I'll tell you, I've, I've driven through neighborhoods and seen so many animals left outside with very little, if no, shade at all. Be careful not to overexercise your pets. Keep them indoors when it's extremely hot. They like the air conditioning just like we do. Know the warning signs of heat stroke symptoms of your pet. This, of course, can include things like oh, excessive panting, difficulty breathing, increased heart and respiratory rate, drooling, mild weakness, or even collapse. They can also include seizures, bloody diarrhea, and vomit, along with an elevated body temperature of over 104 degrees. And of course, animals with, you know, with flat faces, uh, like, oh, like pugs and Persian cats, for an example, these animals are more susceptible to heat stroke since they cannot pant as effectively as others. Now, these pets, along with the elderly, the overweight, uh, those with heart or lung disease or any disease, any debilitating uh, disease, should be kept cool in air-conditioned rooms as much as possible. And of course, this doesn't even really need to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. Never leave your animals alone in a parked vehicle on a hot day. On a hot day, a parked car can become a furnace in no time, even with the windows down, which of course could lead to, oh, to fatal heat stroke. Leaving pets in unattended cars in extreme weather is illegal in several states here in the United States, and it really should be illegal in all states. That's my opinion. Now, here's, here's a note, by the way, from the ASPCA. Uh, they state that during warm months, or the warmer months of the year, the ASPCA sees an increase in injured animals as a result of high-rise syndrome. Now, this occurs when pets, mostly cats, you know how they like to lay on the windowsill, fall out of windows or doors and are seriously or fatally injured. So, folks, please, keep all of your unscreened windows or doors in your home closed. Make sure that adjustable screens are tightly secured. Now, feel free to trim the longer hair on your dog if necessary, by the way, but never, ever shave your dog. The layers of the dog's coats protect them from overheating and sunburn. 
Uh, brushing cats more often than usual can prevent problems caused by excessive heat. And be sure that any sunscreen or insect repellent product that you use on your pets is labeled specifically for use on animals. Now, when the temperature is very high and you take your, for example, your dog out for exercise, don't let your dog linger on hot asphalt, you know, on sidewalks. Be, being so close to the ground, your pooch's body can heat up quickly. Their sensitive paw pads can burn. Keep walks during these times to a minimum. And, well, last but not least, folks, this is something that I don't see a whole lot of, but it certainly makes sense. Always use a life jacket on your dog in ponds, lakes, rivers, or the open water. Now, just like with people, it's easy for a dog to develop a cramp in a leg, become exhausted far from shore, or in the case of rivers or oceans, overwhelmed by tides. Life jackets do give your dog that extra little bit of protection to stay buoyant. So that does it for our tips on this episode. And folks, if if uh, if you have any comments or if you'd like to add some tips uh, on this subject, feel free to go to our website at animal-news-radio.net. Now, down at the bottom of your screen, you'll see a little uh, red bar that says voice message. Go ahead and, and click on that. Uh, it'll take you to, to a page where you can, as long as you have a microphone hooked up to your, to your computer, you don't even need a phone. As long as you have a microphone hooked up, uh, you can go ahead and leave us a voice message or a voice comment. So be certain that you do that. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. Now, we're going to take a short break here, uh, all around three minutes or so. Uh, we've got a, a, a new number that was uh, provided to us by danosongs.com. It's a little jazz number. It's called Seven Skies. So just sit back, relax, enjoy, and we'll be right back.
Hey, hey, we're back with more Animal News Radio. Next up, folks, uh, I'm going to be reading you, well, it's an article that I wrote a while back. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Adopting a Dog. And the reason that I wrote this article initially was I just got tired of, of, of reading ads in newspapers, you know, online, Craigslist, etc., from people that want to give up their pet. Usually it's for excuses like, um, oh, well, I'm moving to an apartment and they don't allow pets. Or we've just had a new baby, so I've got to get rid of the dog. Or we're moving out of state or out of town, uh, you know, for a new job. Can't take our animal with us. To me, these are just ridiculous excuses. Uh, You know, when you adopt a pet, when you adopt an animal, bring them into your home, Uh, This is a lifetime obligation and responsibility. So here goes. I'm just going to read to you right from the article. Follow these tips to avoid disappointment. Planning to adopt a dog is not to be taken lightly. Keep in mind that there are some very important steps to take to increase the chances that you are delighted with your new dog and family member. Now They can mean the difference between regretting your decision and possibly having to give them up to a shelter, rehome your dog, or, or having a wonderful new friend and companion with whom you'll enjoy and cherish for a lifetime. A one mistake to avoid is, is buying a dog on the spur of the moment. You may see a dog in a pet shop. Oh, by the way, folks, don't do this. Most pet shops get their supply from puppy mills. Or you may read an ad in the newspaper or online and decide that you absolutely must have that dog. A hasty decision in purchasing a new dog is never a good idea. Instead, you should read through this publication to learn as much as you can about the breed and nature of the dog you are thinking about. Of course, the publication we're talking about is the one I'm reading to you. Will he or she be a good fit for your family environment and lifestyle? Will he or she be happy in their new home? Do not underestimate the cost of a new dog. Whether you choose an expensive purebred or a mixed breed, buying a dog is far from being the only cost involved. Your dog will need quality food, leashes, collars, ID, and at least basic training and other supplies. A recommended initial visit to the veterinarian will also be in order. Spaying or neutering is recommended unless, of course, you're a, you know, you're a licensed breeder. As you want your dog to always be in fine condition, as when you first bought him, you need to know that you can afford his upkeep. Avoid disappointment by trying to recreate a relationship that you had with a dog in your past, you know, your childhood or your youth. You may be tempted to think that all dogs of a particular breed are exactly the same. That is not true. Realize that every dog is an individual, just like people. Your new dog's personality, character, and needs may be much different from the dog that you had before, even if he is of the same breed. Now, let me guess. You're looking for a new dog because your spouse or child wants one, right? Well, you should avoid getting a dog solely because a member of your family just wants one. Regardless of which person is actually in charge of the dog's daily upkeep and maintenance, when a dog lives with a family, he is part of the family. Only if you know that he will be welcomed by everyone should you purchase him and bring him home. 
Common sense may save a dog from being abandoned, put in a shelter with an unknown ending, or rehomed, and you will have a ton of heartbreak later on down the road. Believe me, folks, this does happen. It's happened to me. If you've never owned a dog before, your first dog can be an absolute pleasure. It does mean, however, that you do need to do your research well in advance of making your final decision. You must know what to expect, be somewhat prepared for the unexpected, and know that you are ready to become a dog parent. Follow these tips, and you and your dog will be happy. Adopting a new dog can be a great experience. Becoming a dog parent has its rewards and can greatly enhance your life. When you do some research and apply common sense, you're taking the first step toward acquiring and enjoying a brand new lifelong friend. Next up we have comparing breeds, choosing the right one for your family. As you think of comparing breeds of dogs, their size and appearance may be the first things that you think of. Keep in mind, however, there are many other factors involved in choosing the breed of dog that is right for you. Comparing breeds involves considering you and your family's needs, as well as your prospective pet's needs. For example, some breeds have a reputation of generally being good around small children, while others are not. If there are children in your household, to choose a breed of dog which is known for gentleness and playfulness is a much wiser decision than choosing one that is tougher or aloof. It is much better to make a wise decision about a breed than to expect your new dog to magically change his genetic traits and conform to your household. Various breeds of dogs have their own personality traits and characteristics. You should choose the best match for yourself and your family. You may want a dog who will be a good guard dog, for an example, one that will be your companion, low maintenance, or one who just loves to frolic and play. When you make note of your expectations, it will be easier to find the breed which is best matched to you and your living situation. Now, another very important point on this to consider when comparing breeds are health issues. Many purebreds are much more susceptible to, to developing various types of health problems. I, I know my dog, Wendy, she's a, a little papillon, she developed IBD, that's inflammatory bowel disease. Uh, she was free, she was given to us, but uh, I'll tell you folks, <laughs> free, yeah, a little over $2,000 worth and, and still climbing. Various types of health problems can be a problem for your family budget. Now, knowing which issues pertain to the breed that you are considering can help you to avoid heartache and costly veterinary expenses. Do the research. You should know what to expect from that particular breed before you make your final decision. Some breeds, of course, require a higher degree of maintenance than others. Whether it's a matter of frequent shedding, professional grooming, amount of exercising, bathing, brushing more regularly than, you know, than others, you can narrow your choices down to the breeds which best match your ability and lifestyle to take care of a new dog. It's also a good idea to consider how much food and other supplies that he will need on a regular basis. Now, of course, a smaller dog will eat less than, say, a St. Bernard or a Great Dane. When you have taken all of these points into consideration, there is an additional factor which will also help you to choose the breed that is best for you. You want a dog that 
that you will love and enjoy spending time with for many, many years to come. You may have a particular breed in mind, or you may be waiting to find just the right one. When you keep in mind that you and your dog will establish a mutual and beneficial relationship, you will find the ideal breed of dog to invite into your life. I'll tell you, folks, my heart breaks every time that I that I see, as I mentioned before, an ad in the newspaper online by someone who has had a dog for some time and has just come to the conclusion that for whatever reason, this loving and faithful soul is not the right one for them. Please, please do yourself a favor and and your family and your dog. Do not let this happen to you. Next, we have considering a mixed breed. You know, mutts are people too. Whether you have your heart set on a particular breed of dog or you're waiting to find one which seems appealing, there's another option for you to consider, a mixed breed or a mutt, as they, as they call them, uh, may be the perfect fit for, for you and your family. I'll tell you, folks, I've, I've, had, I've had mutts or mixed breeds uh, throughout my entire life also, and they are some of the most loving, faithful dogs you will ever, ever own. Contrary to common belief, there's nothing substandard about the mixed breed dog. Not only do they make, make ideal pets, they are also quality animals. If you have not made up your mind about a specific breed or you're open to other possibilities, you might want to think about adopting a mixed breed dog, and the shelters are full of them. They all need homes. Some important benefits to mixed breeds. First, a mixed breed dog will almost always be initially less expensive than its purebred counterpart. Exceptions to this, of course, may be the new designer dogs, which are basically a mix of, of one pure breed uh, with another, such as the Labradoodle, for an example, which is a mix of the Labrador retrieval, Retriever and the Poodle. If you want an intelligent, lower-maintenance, and delightful pet which does not break your budget, a mixed-breed dog may just be the right decision for you. Second, mixed breed dogs do not generally have the health complications often associated with many purebred dogs. I'll tell you, I I can't recall any major health problems with any of my mixed breeds that that I've ever had. If you choose a mixed breed, feed him a healthy diet and give him the standard health care that he needs. It is more likely that he will remain healthier and happier long into his senior years. There are many places where you can adopt a mixed breed dog. If you have not yet reached a decision about the kind of dog that you want, you can also look around to see what is available. You can find advertisements for mixed breed dogs in nearly any newspaper, online, or, my recommendation, visit your local animal shelter or rescue. Animal shelters almost always have a surplus of mixed breed dogs. Many animal shelters include spaying or neutering, deworming, canine uh, you know, vaccinations for dogs who are adopted. If you adopt from an animal shelter, let me be the first to congratulate and thank you. The number of animals put to death each year in the U.S. alone is staggering. Save a life. Adopt from your local shelter or rescue. As people tend to prefer purebred dogs, there are large numbers of mixed-breed dogs who need homes. When you consider adopting a mixed-breed dog, you can give a wonderful dog a new home of his own. In return... 
Your mixed breed pet will be the light of your life for years and a source of joy. Okay, short break coming up here. We're going to play a little tune for you called uh, Banana Moonshine. It's a bluegrass number, again, provided by danosongs.com. We'll be back in just a little over two minutes. Okay, we're, we're back with the fourth and final chapter for today, anyway, on the ultimate guide to adopting a dog. We'll be going over more chapters in later episodes. Being reasonable and what to expect from your dog and what he can expect from you. Being reasonable about your expectations and about what you can offer to your new pet will help in achieving a successful adoption. You will have the best results if you consider these expectations before you make your final decision about adopting a dog. First, you should think about what you expect from the dog that you want to adopt. Are you looking for a dog who will guard your home and family? One who will be your buddy? A dog who will get along well with your children and other pets in your home? When you have the answers to these kinds of questions, it will help you to decide on the dog that is best for you. You also need to know the expectations you have regarding your new pet's personality, temperament, and character. You may be looking for a dog who has a boisterous personality and is very active. Or you may be looking for a dog who is calm and quiet. These factors also influence the kind of dog that you should adopt. You also need to think about what you can offer to your new pet. You may have a lot of free time to spend with your dog. 
or you may have a busy schedule and away working where the amount of time that you can devote to your dog will be rather limited. Although all dogs need their owner's time, some are more demanding than others. This includes, of course, playtime and time that you must put into your dog's upkeep, such as training, feeding, grooming, veterinary appointments. The dog that you choose should fit into your lifestyle without many adjustments on either his part or yours. Who will be taking care of the dog on a regular basis? Whether he will be a family dog or primarily one person's special pet, the responsibilities for his care should be discussed and agreed upon before you adopt him. The ideal situation, of course, is that the entire family is involved in the dog's life and the overall responsibility shared equally. In some families, giving a new pet to a child is often seen as a good way for youngsters to learn about responsibility. However, whether your child is a toddler or a teen, it is probably unwise to give him full responsibility for his new pet. Although developing a sense of responsibility and developing a relationship with a dog can both be good experiences for children, too much emphasis on responsibility may lead to him resenting the dog and not taking care of him properly. It is important to be reasonable with how much you can expect from a child. If your family frequently takes vacations, has frequent outings, or if you often go away on business trips, these factors that also need to be considered. Ideally, whether you plan to take your dog with you, must leave him behind when you travel. Making decisions in advance about how he will fit into your lifestyle can save time, confusion, and even money later on. Financial obligations are not to be ignored factors. Veter veterinarian bills, quality food, grooming, supplies, toys, training, other routine parts of dog maintenance should be thought through well in advance of adopting a dog. The upkeep and maintenance of some dogs is more costly than that of others. You must know that you can easily afford them. This is a very, very important point. You would not want a high-maintenance dog, for an example, if you have a limited budget or little interactive time, nor would you want unforeseen expenses after you have adopted him and brought him home. To adopt successfully includes being reasonable about your expectations. You need to know what you can expect from him and what he can reasonably expect from you. When you account for these factors before you adopt a dog, you will be more likely to be completely satisfied with the dog that you choose. If your new pet will be living with your entire family, devoting some time into discussing these subjects with your family will be beneficial to everyone concerned. It will reduce the chance of unforeseen surprises and result in the adoption being a positive experience for your new pet and every member of your family. That wraps it up for another edition of Animal News Radio. We'll be back again next week, folks, uh, on August 4th, that's on a Sunday, with some more good stuff for you. And until then, as always, may your heart soar with the eagle and your spirit walk with the wolf.